Welcome to the Cleaning for Profit podcast, the podcast that helps you get started in your own cleaning business. For more information on starting your own cleaning business, visit cleaningforprofit.com. Hi there, my name is Tom Watson, and I will be walking you through this episode. Today's episode is titled, Being a Consultant. As I've mentioned many times in the past, you want to be viewed more as a consultant than just a run-of-the-mill cleaning contractor. Part of the reason is because you're going to earn more money, and the other part is because you'll get hired more often. Needless to say, both benefits are really good. To illustrate how I see the difference between your average cleaner and a cleaning consultant, consider this example. A cleaner is hired to do a simple job, such as taking out the trash and mopping floors. Pretty easy stuff if you think about it. And some jobs, that's all you're going to be hired for. You know, it's just that's what they need done, that's what you're going to do. But a consultant does much more than that. A consultant is needed to uncover the root cause of a dirty facility, to come up with an attack plan to whip everything back into tip-top shape, and make additional recommendations as as needed. In essence, a consultant will help someone solve a problem they are experiencing in a more comprehensive way. Another benefit of this approach is that you will be viewed less as a subcontractor and more as a partner. And this is a big difference. Now this this doesn't mean you put consultant on your business card or website. It's more of a business mentality you have to have. Now the question is, how do you do this? Well, it's really easier than you think. Your goal when meeting people that reach out to you for your cleaning services, or when meeting your current customers for that matter, is simple. You want to be focused not just on performing the cleaning services per se, but on making suggestions or sharing your knowledge so that it positions you as an expert in your field. And you do that by slipping in information during the conversation with the person that you're talking to that makes you look knowledgeable about your profession. In almost every meeting you're ever going to have, you're going to have the ability to show your prospect that you know what you're talking about. For me... This meant I had several little snippets of information memorized so that when the opportunity came, and it did most of the time at one time or another, I would pounce on it. The goal is to fit in information into the conversation in an informal way, not like a robot reading from a script. For instance, whenever the topic of dirt came up, which happened all the time, I would make mention, if I could slide it in quickly, that roughly 79% of all dirt in a facility is water-soluble. This includes sand, clay, quartz, limestone, among other minerals. 10% is resins, gums, and starches, and the remaining dirt was fats, oils, and rubbers. Whenever I fit that little bit of knowledge in, the look on their face was priceless. They were like, wow, this guy knows his stuff. Now, that's just one example of how you can position yourself as an expert in the eyes of the customer. There's many other little tidbits of info you can make mention of when the chance is available. Another example for me was the cost of keeping a building clean. It can get expensive. So I would make mention whenever I could fit it in that according to experts, it cost about five to six hundred dollars to remove just one pound of dirt from a building via traditional cleaning methods such as carpet cleaning or general cleaning duties. So it's imperative that you have a plan in place to keep the soil outside where it belongs. This little tidbit would open the door to the importance of carpet cleaning, entrance mats, and other services that are profitable to you. And it's good for them. Now, if customers asked more about the mats, let's say, I would mention that someone needs to walk on a mat six to ten complete steps 
to remove about 85% of the soil from the shoes. Six to 10 steps to remove 85% of the soil from the shoes. This may mean five to 10 feet of mats before entering a building and maybe even another five or 10 feet of mat once inside. It may seem like a lot of mats, but the cost to remove the dirt is much more than the cost of those mats. So you want to get the dirt off their shoes as soon as they come in. And those mats are a lot cheaper than paying me to come in and clean your carpets a year from now when all this dirt's inside. So you can see how it positions you as an expert by just sharing little tidbits of knowledge. They're going to go, wow, this guy, he, he's not just a cleaner. He really knows his stuff. So even if nobody buys, off, buys the walk-off mats or they don't sound all that interested in the makeup of dirt – you are still laying the foundation that you know your stuff, that you're not just a run-of-the-mill cleaning contractor. Instead, you're a professional. And that helps position you above everybody else you're competing against because they're not just calling you out for a bid. They're calling other people. And you want to come across as the most knowledgeable if possible. And this is how you do it. The fact is, all those people you're going against that you're bidding against probably won't go through the trouble of learning what dirt is or how entrance mats can save people a fortune by keeping the dirt out of a building. They're just trying to come in and come up with a price for the customer while you're coming up with a solution. That's a big difference, and that is why being a consultant is better than being just a cleaner. So this wraps up this week's podcast. I hope you found it interesting, and thanks again for listening. Be sure to check back next week for our next episode. For more information on how to start your own cleaning business, I encourage you to visit my blog at cleaningforprofit.com. Just click on the blog section for my latest posts. Should you have any questions or comments about this episode, just visit the website and go to the Contact Me page. I look forward to hearing from those of you that touch base, and I'll talk to the rest of you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.